0: This podcast is sponsored by SlowdownClothing.BigCartel.com, New Hampshire Vape Gallery, and NaturalBossNH.com. More on that later. Let's get into episode fifty-seven of Talking with Topher. what is happening TWT fans it is Monday afternoon May 3rd and I am excited to be here that's right want to say thank you to all the subscribers out there for watching listening and sharing I appreciate it always and thank you very much for all your support I want to recognize all the new subscribers out there for joining me. I uh, greatly appreciate it. Remember to share, rate, and review the podcast. And if you are new to the podcast, remember to subscribe. That's right. Hit that subscribe button. Set those alarms so you know as soon as the new episodes upload. And share, rate, and review the podcast. It all helps week after week. And I appreciate all of you who participate in that. So thank you. Um, If you or someone you know has a story that needs to be heard, send it on over to the email. That's right. I have an official email of the podcast. It's T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher. T-O-P-H-E-R at gmail.com. That's where you send all the emails to. Put whatever you want to talk about in the subject line and send it on over to the email. We will get that dialogue started. Maybe you want advice. Maybe maybe something's just going on in your life. Maybe you quit alcohol for the first time. Uh, Maybe it's your fourth time quitting alcohol. Who knows? Whatever your thing is that you want to talk about with me. Send it on over to that official email, t a l k i n with t o p h e r at gmail.com, and we will get that started. And don't forget to follow me on all social media that's right Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Go there, follow. Great way to get new, uh, it's a great way to get some extra content throughout the week. And uh, I always appreciate the follow. So, again, that's Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. All right. Well, now that we got that all out of the way, it is a wonderful Monday afternoon. I know for you, I'm hoping Thursday is going to be nice. I know we're supposed to get some rain Tuesday and Wednesday, but it looks like Thursday is going to be a decent day. So, hopefully you have a beautiful day on Thursday when you're watching this or listening to it. Um, But today I had to get a lot of stuff done. And the reason for that is I'm getting ready to have my second surgery on my nose. So the first surgery consisted of the deviated septum being put back together. This one deals with the nasal canal, as I have spoken about a few times. Um, I was thinking about going over it a little bit more in detail at the end of the podcast. Uh, since I got the video uh, capturing pretty well down. But we'll see how that goes later. Um, But yeah, so they're going to cut some flesh inside my nose. They're going to shorten it and then stitch it back together to try and tighten the canal ceiling, I guess you would call it. And uh, that should cause that not to collapse and clog my nose anymore. But... I don't know. I I was saying last week that I was a little nervous uh, for the surgery because of the simple fact that I am more worried right now that it's not going to work than it's going to work. And that's where my brain's at. I think I'm also in a funk right now because I haven't taken any of my supplements. And that's because they don't want any of the supplements that you're taking to mess with the anesthesia. So there's a lot of things that can fuck with anesthesia and you don't want to take any of them. Um, so I haven't been taking any of my supplements and I feel like, uh, you know, down, I feel down, I feel cloudy. Um, definitely been doubting myself a lot, whether or not I should be doing what I'm doing. I, I, I hate these questions I ask myself because If I'm having fun doing something, then why shouldn't I do it, you know? And you just go through your head or your your brain starts talking to you and it's telling you that, you know, you should doubt yourself or maybe what you're doing isn't good enough. And you know what I do to that? I stuff it. I stuff it further down. And I know that I'm getting this way because I'm getting all those old feelings back, right? The old feelings of... Um, self-doubt, the old feelings of I'm doing something wrong or the old feelings of am I even doing anything that I'm doing right? And I know that when all these thoughts come into my head, it's usually because like depression. I, I, I mean, I was diagnosed with depression many moons ago. And... I believe I can actually feel it coming back on and we didn't get a chance. I, like, I couldn't ask them to update the blood work that they had to do before uh, my surgery. Um, you know, I had to get another COVID test before surgery. Um, and so I haven't been taking any of my B12 um, the vitamin D and stuff like that, I don't really uh, worry about too much. I'm getting outside. I was just outside for two days, um, you know, doing doing things out there. And so I'm suck- soaking in uh, vitamin D, but I'm not getting um, my B12. I can't take my B12 supplement, right? And B12, I found out, actually helps with depression. Um, so I... I actually called up uh, the doctor that I was speaking to, uh, oh, God, I want to say almost two years ago now, um, for the HGC and, or HCG, uh, human something growth. Yeah, so human growth something, so I think it's HGC. But, yeah, anyways, that was to help build my testosterone. Well, at the same time I was doing that, I was trying to get off of my well So I started using injectable B12. I called him up, and because I'm starting to feel this way, I know that my B12 levels have m- must have dropped at this point. Um, you know, I had to stay off my supplements uh, for the entire water fast. Um, cause I didn't want to break my fast by taking supplements. So I stayed off of those, right? So that was five days. Um, then I got to take my supplements for approximately five days. And then I had to stop taking my supplements. Now will uh, tomorrow will be actually today is two weeks. Today is two weeks since I've taken any supplements. So when you take a supplement, it takes a week or two for it to get into your system. It doesn't take that long for it to kind of get out of your system. But then with the break in between because of the fast, and then only a couple of days of getting the supplements back into the system, this two-week break has pretty much flushed me. So I know that the B, I know that the feelings that I'm having are because of the fact that I still have depression. I don't believe... Any of this shit ever goes away. We either A, learn to live with it and we make it work for us. Or two, we go to the doctors and they give us a pill. Or three, you've already gone down both of those avenues and now you're just trying to get off of the pills. So you find the supplements that can help you as much as these pills that doctors give you. Uh, can help you. And when I was looking into this, B12 was the biggest one. So I have called the doctor that I spoke to, like I said, two years ago, and I have uh, got some B12 that uh, uh, is ordered on the way and I should have it within, you know, five, five days or so. And it's going to be great because I'm going to, um, you know, I'm going to build my B12 super fast. And, As soon as my B12 gets up to where I want it, I'll know it because I'll be happy. I'll be right where I was uh, weeks ago before I stopped taking my supplements. And then once the injectable's out, then I go back to the dissolvable one that I use from Trader Joe's. It's uh, 1,000 IU's of b12 and it's a little red pill it goes underneath the tongue and it just dissolves and um and that's how i take my b12 on a regular basis but i'm gonna have to get this injectable in order to boost this up and make it faster and just get out of this funk because i know this is fake like this is just my my brain Playing tricks on me. It's just like when I used to drink all the time, and then I had to stop drinking. Um, you know, I, I I would want to drink, and therefore I would. You know, I, I believe this is just my depression coming on, and my depression wants me to engage that, um, and I don't want to engage it. Just like I never, I do not want to engage my drinking ever again. Do those thoughts still show up? yes, of course they do. I'm human. I am human. There's nothing any of us can, we can't get around that, you know? And, um, but it's learning your body, learning, uh, what works best for you. And then, uh, implant implementing that into your life so that you can, Move forward and do better. You know, do better at everything that you're trying to do, and that's all that I'm trying to do all the time. But I will tell you, I can definitely tell when um, my B12 and my my uh, I I don't I don't know exactly what to call it because it's such a weird feeling. You know, it's I I don't I don't really feel like I want to cry, but I just feel stuck just stuck and i hate it and i just know that it's my my brain playing tricks on me so i'm just looking forward to getting that b12 i'm getting i'm looking forward to the surgery tomorrow so that i can finally start taking my supplements again and just get out of this funk that i'm in um and the surgery tomorrow it, i just got confirmation for my for my surgery appointment <sighs> anybody else have to go to surgery at 6:30 in the morning holy crap i mean i understand this guy only does surgeries on tuesday and fridays i think it was but My God, man, 630 in the morning is my appointment. So I got to be there even earlier. So tomorrow I'll be getting up at like five in the morning. You know, you can't eat. You can't drink. I was just told if I want to have some water, I can have a glass of water at 430 in the morning. The latest. I don't think that's going to be happening. I'm probably just going to drink some water before I go to bed and then call it done. You know, it looks like that'll be it for me. Um but yeah, six thirty in the morning will be the surgery for my nasal canal, and then after that I'll be able to take my supplements again i'll be able to uh then then hopefully you know a couple days later I'll have that b twelve at my door step and I can start doing that and just try to get out of this funk that I'm in that I believe is just because I haven't been taking my supplements and I can see things like spiraling. But it, you know, depression is different than drinking, obviously. Drinking is something where I chose, I chose drinking, right? I didn't choose depression. I feel like depression is something that Kind of, it doesn't, I don't know, does it creep up on you? I feel like it crept up on me. Like, you just always feel like in a dark cloud. You're always nothing. I mean, people can say things to you and everybody else might be laughing and you're just like, this isn't funny. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a different mindset. And I'm obviously not a fan of it, but we all deal fr- deal with it. And we all deal with it differently. And I have I, I, found that over the years, the pills, for me, are not the way to go. I have been feeling so good without my pills for, like, the last, well, I, shit. I want to say I've been off my pills for about four, four years now. I might be stretching it. But I, I feel like it's going to be four, four years coming up. And uh, I don't ever want to go back to those things, so I just got to remember that uh, I just got to do what I need to do, and we'll get out of this cloudy fog that I'm in. And uh, yeah, I just, if I'm repeating myself, it's because I'm not sure what I'm doing right now. I just told you, I have not been feeling myself. I'm feeling a little out of it, but I am excited for the surgery so that I can hopefully use both nasals, both of my nostrils at the same time for breathing in. Um, And I'm excited for it. But because of the surgery, I had to do a shit ton of yard work. So I had all the leaves from last year raked up into a pile, Uh, right? You know, you just throw everything. Fall happens. I got two monster trees in my backyard that produce leaves, Three times a year. It's crazy. Like one tree will let go of the helicopters. Then the other tree lets go of helicopters. And then the other tree does helicopters for a second time. And then this tree over here lets some of its leaves go. But then this tree lets all of its leaves go in the fall. And then just before November... The other tree dumps all of its leaves. So you're literally like trying to keep up with these two monster trees all year round, all year round. It sucks. I hate it. I definitely do hate it. I know everybody's like, oh, the shade is so nice. And I'm just like, no. I could put up an umbrella. I could put up a gazebo. I mean, there's a million things nowadays that you can just throw up in the backyard that give you shade. And it's like, yeah, I know, a tree is pretty. It gives you something to look at. But when you live in the city, they're a nightmare. They're just a nightmare in the city. And I don't know. I'm one of those people where plants shouldn't be anywhere near your house. Trees shouldn't be anywhere near your house. Trees shouldn't be anywhere where... They can grow out of control. Like, you put a cute little tree in your front yard. Did you look up how big that tree is going to get in 7, 8, 20 years? Because specific trees act specific ways. Just like humans act specific ways. If you get a tree that needs a shit ton of water, you have to be careful because if you have a septic, and the tree's not getting all the water it needs. It'll actually burrow itself into your pipes where your water is. It'll go into your septic pipes, it'll go into your uh, drainage pipes, and it will it'll search for water. Like I have a tr- one of my trees right now, definitely maybe a quarter of the size of the other one. And I can't remember its name, but it's one of those trees. You can chop it down. You can literally cut it into little pieces and you can throw it in the fire immediately. You do not have to let this one dry out. Um, the other one is a maple. It's actually five maples that grew into one. And you have to obviously chop it down and let it dry. It's a hardwood. But the the smaller tree, my my wife pointed out that the root system was Getting bigger. And I'm like, no, that's not the root system getting bigger. This is what plants do when they're looking for water. So the tree that is, I would have to say, I mean, it's taller than my house. Uh, and actually, I think if it falls, it would fall onto uh, uh, this room right here. It would fall onto this room right here. So the tree is... At least 10 feet, 20 feet taller than my house. And it's a monster, right? Like I've said this a million times about these trees. They are giant. And I truthfully believe this is because nobody paid attention to what type, what type of tree that they were allowing to grow, right? So if you, if you pick a tree for your house, pick a tree that's not going to get 60 feet tall, You don't need a 60-foot tree in the front of your house. So you don't need something like that. Get something that only grows 20 feet tall. You know what I mean? Keep them simple. Keep the plants away from the house. That is a great way to get bugs. Uh, Rodents love crawling in bushes. Then they go onto your roof line and then they get in. If you have trees or plants on top of your house you're going to have pest problems like almost always. So my rule of thumb is is there's no bushes, no nothing, no and nothing nowhere, right? Because it's just another way for rodents and bugs to get into your house. It's it's a breeding ground for all these things. So I'm highly against them. Hell, I wish I didn't even have to have grass because besides the dog's ruining the back, I mean assholes that walk their friggin' dogs all over the place. You can put those, please don't let the dog poop or pee on the lawn, but they still do it. They all still do it. My front lawn, I mean, I, I've yelled at people for doing it, and it's just rude and inconsiderate, and I don't understand why people don't tell their dogs, hey, look, there's, a, the, the, there's the city side, right, that's got some lawn on it, why don't you put your dog on that side and let the dog pee and poop on the city side? Now, I'm not saying I want the poop to stay there, but why are you having them piss in front of my front door? You know what I mean? Like, and they don't have any consideration. I watched a lady when I was running one morning, you know, the dogs right there on the, uh, on the, on the front lawn You know it's not her house because she's looking around. I'm running on the opposite side of the street. And you just see her look around. You see the dog kind of scratch at the grass like they do after they poop. And she just walks away. And I'm like, there's an asshole. I mean, where's the poop bag? You have a dog. You left your house. Where's your poop bag? You don't have a poop bag on your fucking walk with the dog that's going to take a poop? I don't know if you've ever walked your dog before but as soon as they hit the street first thing they want to do is pee and poop i believe it's just natural instinct for them so uh, you know i i would get rid of grass if i could i mean if i could ever afford to put a my own driveway in i i would only have a quarter of the lawn that i have right now uh, because the whole patch that's on the side well that would just be a pathway you know so I'm not big on having plants near my house I'm not big on it and if you're gonna have them keep them a distance away so that the rodents don't have a place to play that's all I'm saying right so monster tree she points out to the roots and I'm like no this tree is actually looking for water and she's like what do you mean and I go yeah it's It's not getting enough water anymore, which tells me that the tree um, that's five maple trees that grew into one is drinking up like all the water. So I've noticed that my tree over here has been uprooting to try and find water. I've been noticing a little bit more root near the surface of the grass, which is never a good sign because... If their roots start lifting, it just takes a crazy windstorm along with maybe one day we get a a torrential downpour and then it fills up with water and then right after that we get high, high winds and of course I've chopped all the branches probably about 30 feet up uh, because that was all I could get was 30 feet off the ground um, with ladder and handsaw, and I've chopped all those limbs off. So that's just open bark or open trunk. So it's it's like a little mushroom on top, right? Uh I mean, it's not going to take much wind eventually with a moist ground, and who knows where that thing's going. That thing's coming down. And, you know, and I've been worried about the other tree, uh limbs breaking off and... Damaging my neighbor's uh, garage because it's right above his garage. It's right above my garage. I mean, my garage. Let's be honest, it's an overrated barn, but that's besides the point. And so I'm talking to my dad about all this shit, and I'm like, "Yeah, I got to get rid of these things. They are just a hazard. If they fall, I mean, thank God for insurance." And he goes, "Nah." I was like, "What do you mean? I have insurance. Uh, I pay five. Or I think it's a thousand deductible on the housing insurance, and I'm like, I just pay him the thousand dollars to fix my neighbor's garage. He goes, I don't think so. They, uh, as far as I know, any tree that falls down is an act of God. And I was like, what? He goes, well, I had to get permission from my neighbor to chop her trees down, and I said I'd pay for them. But if I chose not to do that, and they fell on my house, insurance won't cover it. Doesn't matter if it's your tree that falls on someone's property or their tree that falls on their property. It doesn't matter if a tree falls, insurances look at it as an act of God, and then they don't cover you. I'm like, are you fucking serious? So now I'm freaking out inside. I'm like, oh, my God, I have to find a tree removal company that finances because life gets in the way and I don't have cash like that up front to get these removed. I mean, you're talking Crane. I mean, the guy that I initially talked to two years ago when I said I wanted to get these chopped down and he quoted me um, the price for it, he was like, you also need to take the day off. And I go, I do? And he goes, you're gonna want to, trust me, this is a show. And I was like, what? And he's like, we're gonna have cranes in here. I'm gonna have three guys on that tree. We're gonna have the crane coming here, crane here. We, we, have, we gotta bring in like two cranes to get around these garages. And then we gotta have the rope. We gotta have guys, like it is a giant job. And I'm like, oh, great. I really wanted to see it at the same time, and unfortunately, two years ago, again, same issue, no cash, so hard to find somebody to cut down trees that finances, so I don't know. I haven't really done any digging, because every time I go to do some digging, something else comes up that's a little bit more important, but guess what? If I keep procrastinating this problem, that tree is going to fall down on my neighbor's garage then it's going to be my issue. Or exactly as I just subscribed, subscribed, we have too many subscriptions in our lives. Uh, Just as I described that other tree, I mean, that could happen. And if it doesn't go towards the fences, which would be the best, I mean, my neighbor's garden would get damaged and I'd feel really bad about that. But at least it would just be a bunch of fences, I think it's big enough where it would take out that guy's volleyball net. Um, You know, maybe my fireplace would get hit again. But those are all minimal things. You know what I mean? Fences can be fixed real quick. Not that that bad of a price tag. You know, the guy's volleyball net. I would buy him a new volleyball net. I don't know. Those are probably a couple hundred bucks. I don't know. I would just be able to replace those things and not worry about it. But if this thing goes the wrong way... And it comes down across my back porch and through this window, then I don't know what I'm going to do. You know what I mean? I can't afford to have my house repaired if my insurance doesn't cover a tree that was already in my backyard that they knew about. Like, is that really an act of God? There's a frigging tree in my backyard that. Probably should never have been planted. And as soon as it got to a certain height, somebody should have looked at it and been like, wow, this thing is too big. Maybe we should take it down. And it's like, I I told my wife the same thing. It's like, yeah, we can get rid of these trees. These trees are an issue. And she's like, (coughs) excuse me. And she's like, well, I like the trees. I like the shade, you know, just like all my friends say. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. We'll plant another tree. Oh, but then I'm not going to get the shade I want. It's going to grow. And you don't have to start out with a shrub. You can buy, like, a bigger tree. You know, I, I, I I made the gate. Actually, I made the fence between the front yard and the backyard. I turned it into a gate. I was like, at worst case scenario, we can get... A piece of equipment through here and we can bring in a giant tree and then we just drive in a small backhoe and friggin dig it out and then drop the tree in and there you go you water the shit out of it and you've got an instantaneous what i think you can get like a six maybe a 10 foot tree right off the bat i'm like i don't i don't see that being that big of a deal you know and in this time we'll only get a tree that grows twenty feet tall. And then we will never have this issue again. You've got your shade, and I get rid of my headache of worrying about whether or not these trees are going to take out property. So uh just I don't even remember where I started or how I got right where I am right now. But I will tell you that these trees, oh, just don't plant trees anywhere around your house. I just think it's a bad idea. And if you do, just keep an eye on what size they're going to grow. And always remember, keep them away from your, from your house. Keep them away from your house. They are no good for business. All right. All right. I am thirsty. got to do it, you know, got to do it, but yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been crazy trying to get this all done and situated for surgery. I thought I was going to get the podcast started earlier today. That didn't happen. You know, I got all shaved and everything else because I knew once I got operated on, I wouldn't be able to do any of those things. And then I still got to go to work on Thursday. I won't be back on the mats for another two weeks because of this. And uh, it's just been... It's been... It's been crazy, man. It's been crazy getting prepared to have my friggin' nose cut open again. And I'll be so much happier once I can finally get rid of those damn trees. But... On another story, another update, I guess I could say, last week I talked about hiding the wine on my wife and then coming home and having nothing happen. (laughs) Last night. Was it last night? No. Saturday night. Saturday night I get home. So I get home Saturday night and she's sitting on the couch and I go over to give her a kiss and say, how's it going? You know, because she just got home from work. I, I'm just getting home from work. And she looks at me and she goes, took my wine out of the fridge. And I was like, wait a minute. Did you listen to the podcast? Because <laughs> I seriously, I mean, it was days ago, days and days ago that I took it out of the fridge. So I was so confused that she was asking me Saturday night, you know, so I assumed I was like, you, you watch the podcast and she goes, no, why? And I go, oh, cause I talked about this on the podcast and uh, I thought, well, I assumed you listened to it because now you're asking me the question and she's like, no, I didn't listen to the podcast and why isn't my wine in the fridge, you know? Cause she's angry and I, I understand that I was expecting this. I'm not, uh, I'm not, I don't even know if it's bad mouthing her. I'm not bad mouthing her. I'm not speaking negatively. You know, she wasn't really mean about it in any sense. Um, but she was like, you know, where is it? And I was like, well, it's not there anymore. And it's somewhere. And this is the reason why. And I told her why, which is exactly how I explained it to you guys out there, girls too, and everybody else. I don't want to leave anybody else. I'm just gonna say, people, all of you people out there that watch and listen, I was speaking to you about it, and I was like, that's that's where it's go. That 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 is why you're not getting it, and this is my reasoning for you not drinking right now. Because I told her, I'm not stopping you from drinking. Uh, now, as far as I'm concerned, it's unnecessary. She hasn't had any alcohol except for one cup of wine since December 28th. Why? Do you all of a sudden want to start drinking again? It does nothing for you. It's a shit drug. It's fucking shit. I know. I get it. It loosens you up. It allows you to freaking communicate and talk and do all these things. Got it. Yes, it does. Yes, it did. But only for a short period of time. It's actually not that great of a drug. Let's get real about it, right? We want to get real about it. It it, it it slows you down, right? It slurs your speech. It makes you black out. It, and then of course, this is excessive drinking, but not everybody is a controlled drinker. This blacking out, getting hungover, puking from it is a majority of the people out there, especially if you're in the younger age bracket and you're just getting into drinking. If you're under 21... I do not condone that, but I will tell you this right now. You're going to experiment to the point of puking. You're going to experiment to the point of blacking out because you're trying to understand something that you don't, so you have, you're, you're pushing yourself to figure out where you land. Now, is everybody like that? No, of course not. There's a lot of younger people that have tried it that won't ever try it again until they're in their 40s. I get that there's all aspects of of different people dealing with alcohol, but in the sense of a drug itself that where we deem so many other drugs illegal and they do so much less. Right? Uh, I mean the d the the, the drunk driving, the uh the violent outbursts, I mean, this drug comes with a lot of baggage. A lot, a lot of baggage. And then, at the end of that baggage, if you're on the spectrum of alcoholism, then you can actually die from when you stop taking it. Now, there's only two drugs on the market that I know about that are for sale, illegal, that when you stop taking them, you die. That's alcohol and that's benzos. So it brings me back to the question, why do you want to drink? And she didn't have an answer for me. She just wanted to drink. And I said, okay, well, when you go to the doctors and come back and you're cleared and he says you're good to go. I don't have to see you ever again. You know what I mean? There's no more checkups. We're not going to see any more specialists anytime soon. Then fine. You can have your couple bottles of wine back, but deep down inside, I will honestly be keeping my fingers crossed that it's been long enough that it's not enjoyable anymore. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping she sees it as unenjoyable you know i can't stop her from drinking i can't but right now i can i have the upper hand right now she got super sick went to the doctors a whole bunch and now i want to keep her from doing that again so right now i have the upper hand but once she's cleared by the doctor she's good to go that's it i have to let go and i have to let her do her thing And we'll see where that takes her. I'm hoping that it's been a large enough gap where maybe if she does get drunk, maybe when she wakes up in the morning, she'll be like, oh, shit, I do not miss this. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm hopeful for that. So that's how that actually went down. So it took a couple extra days for her to even notice the wine missing. But I ended up having the conversation, being able to say, uh, being able to show her my side of the story and where I'm coming from, and tell her that this is not something I'm trying to control you. I'm not trying to control you, I said. I'm trying to make sure you just are healthy and you don't wind back up in the ER. That's what I'm trying to do right now. She could understand that. She got behind it. And there was no argument. So it was just a great conversation to have. But it was funny because she started out angry. You know, not, maybe not angry, but upset. And irritated even. And uh, by the end of it, she was fine. She understood. And that's exactly the way two adults are supposed to be. You know, we're just supposed to... We're looking out for the other person. Like... When they say in sickness and in health, when you get married, that means something more than just those words you're speaking of. And when you care for the person in sickness, you have to understand why when you start feeling a little healthy, it's difficult for the other person to be like, yeah, you can just go back to doing all your old shit again, because I don't want to see you go back down that road. So it's like, it's scary. You know, I saw her through one of the worst sicknesses I've ever seen her have in the 13 years we've been together or 14 now shit. But anyways, 13 or 14 years now, that was the worst I've ever seen. I have never, I've never seen anybody sick for months. So everything has me very nervous right now, you know? And so it was just a really good conversation. It went exactly how I thought it would go, not how I acted it out. And I did tell her about me acting out the argument with her when she wasn't there. So I was basically having an argument with myself. And she was like, you you are different. And I said, yes, yes, I am. I know I'm working on it. I'm working on it. This is all work and progress, but that's, what's been going on, you know, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday for me, that's what's been going on the last five days. And, um, now, yeah, I'm just getting ready for t- Tuesday morning at six 30. I'll be, uh, I'll be sitting in a bed waiting to get operated on. And uh, I'm just keeping my fingers crossed that this works. I feel like a lot of the anxiety and depression and stuff that I am also feeling has to do with this surgery and the weight of not knowing. You know, there was two different surgeries we could do. There was this one and then there was one that would actually take a... um, plastic surgeon which is a whole nother avenue so just keeping my fingers crossed trying to keep my anxiety down just breathing that this works you know what i mean i want to be done with this i don't want to go to the doctors anymore either i want to let all these doctor bills kind of settle figure out exactly how much we have in them and then make them go away you know what i mean so that's my next goal uh, for financial gain. This is what I talk about when I talk about financial gain. I don't actually have any financial gain. I'm just getting rid of debt, just getting rid of debt. And that is going to be a financial gain in the end. So that's what I'm talking about. When I say things like that, I I feel like I need to explain myself because I don't speak normal English. I speak whatever I speak as if everybody talks and understands things like I do, and that's just not fair. So I try to explain myself when I... I feel like I need less and less of of that in my life. Normally, my wife would always step in. If I was talking to somebody, she would step in and be like, he means this. And then the person would be like, oh, my God, I understand what you're saying, or they agree or disagree, but... Uh, you know, just listening to me, they were like, uh, I have no idea where this guy's going with this. Slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. I love this website. These guys are amazing. They're coming up with new products almost weekly. It is crazy. Their board shorts are beautiful. And if you haven't seen them yet, you need to go to... Their Instagram, and check these things out. They are so, so brightly colored. They're a great material, and the prints last wash after wash on everything that you buy. It's not just the shirts, it's the hats, it's the skateboards, it's the leggings. I mean, everything. Their embroidered sweatshirts, their embroidered sweatpants are some of the best. They are just amazing looking, great colors, great embroidering, high quality products always and forever. I love slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. You got to get your stuff here. You want to be the talk of the town. You want your kids to be the talk of the school. This is the clothing to do it with. It's great quality product at a great price. And you can only get this stuff here at slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. You're not sure how to spell that? It's right here at the bottom of the screen. New Hampshire Vape Gallery is located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire. Down the street from Home Depot and next to smoke rings. We're open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m. You can come in our store provided you wear a mask. And as always, give us a call, 603 814 four one seven one You looking for pod devices? Bam! Brand new Nord 4. Amazing, amazing 80 watt device. RPM 2. Uh, amazing pod device. I'm telling you, 2,000, 3,000 mAh batteries built inside. They are incredible and they save you money, right? Everybody wants to save money. Well, that's a great way to do it with those pod devices. If you're just looking for something quick and simple, disposables, bam! This is Pat. This is the the Escobar's, Escobar's cotton candy, right? Cotton candy. That's a brand new flavor. They came out with three brand new flavors: strawberry, banana orange limonade, and cotton candy to go along with their already nine amazing flavors that they already have. These things are 2500 puffs for $25. You can't go wrong. Best disposable on the market. I'm telling you this because I use them myself. Delicious. So You can only get them here at New Hampshire Vape Gallery. We are located at 180 Lafayette Road, seabrook new hampshire down the street from home depot and next to smoke rings where we're open seven days a week from ten thirty to 8 p.m you can always come in our store provided you wear a mask and as always feel free to give us a call 603-814-4171 naturalbossnh.com that's n-a-t-u-r-a-l-b-o-s-s-n-h Com. I love this website. I really do. It's amazing. Their hand sanitizers are amazing. Their salves amazing. Everything is amazing. And I don't just tell you that because they tell me to tell you that. I tell you that because I use it. It's a phenomenal product. And how can I not tell you that I'm using a phenomenal product, right? I use it all the time. The hand sanitizer is hands down one of the best hand sanitizers I've ever used. That salve gets rid of my dry skin, and it is amazing. Amazing. I just love it. I love the way it smells. I love the way it makes my skin feel, and I love the fact that it makes my dry skin go away. And if you need some beard oil, they got two different scents. That stuff's great too. I don't have a beard, but I know people that have used it, and they rave about it. And don't forget, you got a tough day of work ahead. Well, when you get home, get that foot and body soak and Melt all that stress away. And then, of course, last but not least, is their lip balm. You need dry, You got dry lips all year round. You're going to need lip balm all year round. And why not use an organically made product that you know is safe for your skin? All right. So get any one or all five of these today at naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S nh.com and now back to the show so on that note let's get into it we're gonna do some current events yeah that's what i was going for <laughs> all right all right uh so uh my first current event is this joe rogan bs that's right i find this to be complete and absolute bullshit everybody's talking about it dr drew's talking about it brendan's talking about it. everybody's talking tim dylan is talking about this actually tim dylan did a really funny thing on his show where he was saying the most inappropriate shit hoping to get called out on the news so he could get more uh, subscribers views and, uh, just get exposure. And it was absolutely done, uh, very well and hysterical. But this, this here is bullshit. I hate this. I hate this so much. I've been listening to this podcast now for six or seven years. And if you listen to this podcast, like if you've listened to episode one of all the way up to the brand new episode, which I think is 657 now, or 654. It's crazy how many episodes he has, but it's not difficult to get that number when you are putting out four or five episodes a week, which is crazy work, right? Easy to get to the numbers, not easy to do all that work. That work is difficult. But if you've been listening to this podcast, then you are not one of these people. I don't understand it. The guy has conversations with his friends, with scientists, with MMA fight, with everyone. There isn't a single person on the planet that this guy like doesn't talk to, right? He talks to everybody. He wants to see what everybody's thinking. He wants to know what you know. He's interested in all the things. But saying that he's an anti-vaxxer, that he is against vaccines, is absolutely insane to me. I don't understand it. I won't get it because it doesn't make any sense. He said simply, if you're 20 years of age, then you may not need the vaccine because the chances of you dying from COVID are very slim. He never said don't get vaccinated. I think he's told the story two or three times now where he was going to get vaccinated, but the scheduling fell through and then Johnson & Johnson was put on the shelf in a sense and put on hold so he couldn't go get it. So he's not anti-vaccine. He's not an anti-vaxxer. But on the other hand, Having a 20-year-old vaccinated, supposedly... Now, this is a supposedly from me, because I am not a doctor, I'm not a scientist, I'm a moron as well. I've said this a million times on my podcast. I am a moron. Do not listen to me for anything. But I... But... What the fuck, man? He didn't do anything wrong. The... The They're saying, the CDC is saying, or Biden's administration, or Dr. Drew, they're all saying that the 20-year-old should get vaccinated because it helps with the spread. So, instead of individualizing the vaccine and being like, I don't need the vaccine because... I'm 20 years of age, and I'm healthy, and I am active, so I don't need it, is true, but that 20-year-old should get vaccinated to help slow down the spread of things. Because that 20-year-old might get COVID, not feel it, and then go out and spread it around, Again, with the killing grandma and killing this person and killing that person, which I really hate saying it like that, but I guess it's true. But I agreed with Joe Rogan. I'm 40 years old. Oh well, no, I'm 40, almost 42. But I'm healthy. I'm active. I still don't know if I want the vaccine, but I'm not anti vax either. But I'm also not going to go around without my mask and all this other BS. I'm not going to do any of that. I'm going to get vaccinated when I feel I have made the best decision on the vaccine that I want to put in my body. And now that we're down to two, because now that uh, 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 my friend Tyler, which all of you should know uh, pretty well by now um, since he's been on two uh, different episodes of uh, the podcast. So if you haven't seen those, go check them out. And um, he is getting vaccinated. He wants Johnson & Johnson. And uh, he's actually found out that the pharmacy does a free um, antibody test as long as you have insurance. And he is going to get his antibodies tested to find out where his levels are. And then, depending on where his levels are, he's going to get vaccinated. And I'm like, yes, that's the way it should be done. If you've had COVID, get your antibodies tested, then get the vaccine. I've heard a lot of chatter about Johnson & Johnson being one of the better ones for people who have already had COVID. Now, that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool, right? Because now, if you have had COVID, they're basically saying Johnson & Johnsons might work best for you. That's exciting. That's the stuff I was talking about a couple weeks ago, where we're going to find out that these vaccinations are not just for everybody. It's going to work better with this person. It's going to work better with that person. Johnson & Johnson works a little bit better with the person who's already had COVID. That's great news. That's what I'm talking about. That's good. But Joe Rogan is no no way an anti-vaxxer. And he is not against vaccines. And he is not against any of the stuff that's going on. He was just simply saying if you're 20 and you're healthy and you're active and you don't hang around old people or people that are susceptible to this disease and dying from it, then you just may not want the vaccination because, well, there's not enough study behind it so, that, so we basically are putting a foreign object in our body. And yes, all vaccines are a foreign object, and they eventually had to make their uh, way through time so that we could understand them better. But I don't know which part of that timeline I want to be on, and maybe that 20-year-old doesn't know what time, what, what part of the timeline he wants to be on. For crying out loud, people, will you still stop looking for reasons to cancel people? First off. Second off, you can't cancel him. He doesn't give a shit about you. That's my favorite part of all this. Now, it made it on. My wife was watching The View when this went down. And The View brought him up. So I had to stop everything I was doing. And I had to pay attention because I'm like, great. What are they saying bad about him now? You know, what are they bashing Joe Rogan for now? I think everybody's just mad because he gets the most views of anything being viewed today. Whether it's uh, podcasts, TV shows, YouTube channel, it doesn't freaking matter. He gets the most of it all. If you're not watching him, you're listening to him. You know what I mean? And if you're not listening to him right now, you'll be listening to him as soon as you can. Like, I think everybody is just out to get him because they feel like he's taking everything away from everybody. It's like, no, work harder. Do better. Stop trying to drag his name through the dirt to get more clicks. This is crazy. And it's like cancel culture can't stop trying to find something to be mad at always. Why are you all so mad? Why are you so upset? What's wrong? You know, I I, I don't understand it. I don't understand how this all happens, but he's not a doctor. So you shouldn't be going to him for medical advice in the first place. Now, when he has a doctor on, you should listen to that doctor. But, Joe Rogan is not a doctor, so you shouldn't be going to him for medical advice anyways. That's craziness. You should take what he says with a grain of salt and do your homework. Don't go to Joe Rogan for medical advice. That's not what he's there for. He is there for great conversations, and it's nice to hear these great conversations between all the people. He talks to, um, but he is not an anti-vaxxer. He's not fucking telling people not to get vaccinated. And if you truthfully believe that, you've never listened to the podcast. And I suggest that you do because he will tell you, don't listen to me, right? But Yeah, so that's where I was on that one, and that really upset me. I mean, like I said, I'm a giant fan of his podcast. He's the reason I started a podcast. Um, Oh, actually, I'll take that back. He's one of the reasons I started a podcast. I will have to say my friend James is the other reason I actually started my podcast. If it wasn't for doing his podcast, Another Broke Kid... Um, is the name of the podcast. You can find it on um, Anchor, and uh, it's only got a couple episodes. One of them is mine, and if it wasn't for him having that podcast with me in New Hampshire Vape Gallery, I wouldn't be here. So, um, I definitely want to say shout him out and say thank you. So, it's again, it's another broke kid on Anchor. Um, so shout out to James for really getting me into the podcast, but I will have to say that Joe Rogan sparked that idea years before I actually sat down with James. So, uh, I just, this stuff blows my mind. You guys, girls cancel culture. You gotta figure something else out. You are literally imploding. You, you can't find anything, you know, and you can't cancel this man. You just can't. This is it. I just don't ever, ever see you winning this battle. And I don't know why you want to win this battle. Uh, it's kind of, I'll be honest with you, it's kind of sad. It's really kind of sad. You got to find something better to do with your time. Like go outside, dig a hole, play with some dirt. I don't know. Go swim in a lake. Do something. Get out from behind your computer. Seriously um anyways yeah so i'm getting a little angry about that now next thing i get to get angry about ah, 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 i am pissed off about american idol now i am not normally an american idol fan okay this year this year really got me i do not know what it is i do not know How I got trapped in it, but I was watching one of the first episodes when this season started and there was so many, excuse me, so many artists or uh, what are they called? Contestants? There was so many of them that I was like, oh yeah, I'm in. There was a couple of st- the stories, the storylines made me cry and when a show makes me cry, I'm in. I'm in. You got me. I don't know why, but this is us, million little things, you got me, right? Those shows bring an emotion that I'm almost incapable of having having on my own. In the first place. I, I have a hard time crying. I don't know what the hell my problem is. But crying is kind of difficult for me. So when a show makes me cry. Or a movie makes me cry. I'm like that was really good. That brought out something in me. That I normally can't bring out in myself. You know I, I, I'm not saying I don't cry. I mean we all cry. But anyways that besides that. So American Idol stories made me cry. So this guy right here, this is Cecil Ray. Now, he was a contestant on this new season of American Idol. He was awesome. Great voice. Just, it was it was great. It was really sad when he wasn't on the show anymore. I was like, where did he go? So, of course, you look it up. And at first, there was a rumor that he got a record deal. And I was like... Oh, well, good for him. You know, if you're going to go and make money, then why do you need to be American Idol, right? And then things get a little bit deeper. So he ends up... uh, He was charged with burglary of habitation in Texas. So... Uh, An officer of the Rockdale Police Department in Texas also confirmed USA Today that Ray was held in Milam County Jail. Uh, Following his arrest, she did not share if he's been released. Okay, so he gets eliminated. He is accused of breaking into a home of Maria Lopez, his ex-girlfriend, last week, which he allegedly did because she wouldn't let him see the child that he believes to be his own. So, he's breaking and entering, and he's trying to see a kid that he believes is his. Not that it it may not be. So, I don't know. If I was him, I'd probably get a paternity test before I start breaking and entering, you know? Um, but anyway, so he left the show uh, to go do this instead. He winds up in jail. Um... His bail was 15 grand, and he gets eliminated from the show. okay? So now what happens is is we had a top 15, I think. It was like top 15. we were supposed to keep 10. He ends up not being there, so they had to do top 14 or something, and they kept nine of those people. And then what they did was is because they needed, you know, to make more time, more airtime, I guess, they brought in ten contestants from last year's American Idol, and we got to vote on them, and one of those people um was replacing this guy, basically. He got they they said he's not replacing him, but we wanted to give these other people an opportunity to be on stage because they didn't get to be on stage last year because of COVID, which we all know is bullshit. That is just complete and absolute bullshit. You're doing this, one, because you couldn't figure out where to go after that kid got arrested, and it screwed up all your shit. Now you need to fill two hours with something... Or was it just an hour? I don't remember, but, you know, they just needed to fill that time. They couldn't fill the time with what they had, so they made something up on the fly so they could fill their time, and then they bring in these 10 contestants. Now, the 10 contestants that did it, there was a chick on there that blew all of them out of the water, in my opinion. And then this guy, Arthur, wins. And I am sorry, Arthur. I don't mean to put you out on blast. I apologize, but I am sorry. Not good. They played his last year song, and then he played a new song, and then he played last night's song. They all sounded the same. Now I'll tell you, my vo my me and my wife not high numbers for him. You know, I already already said this guy's a fill-in, and As far as I'm concerned, he's not part of the crew anyways. Like, you know what I mean? You build a repertoire for these people. Now, maybe if I watched last year's and I knew his story, I'd feel different. You probably got a pretty good argument there. But, God, it's dry up here. But, no, no. How dare you get to come in to this as like you've always been here so me and my wife were like no i don't i mean we listened to the tracks i didn't think it was that great right he goes up i think before Alyssa does now if you were there listen if you were listening to it last night you would have heard her song right she did an amazing job killed it her song was on point her vocals were amazing. Her She was soft in the beginning, loud at the end, really showing off the potential. Her dress. I mean, I think she did Cinderella. God, it was fucking phenomenal, right? So there's four people left up on the stage. Four. There's Alyssa. There's Arthur. There's Cassandra. And I'm pretty sure... It was this gentleman here, Deshaun. All four of them up on the stage, right? And Me and my wife, we put in our votes, and we're waiting. And we're both like, there's no way they're canceling out Alyssa. There's no way. Nobody else thought that she gave a much better performance. And I'm not bashing the other performers. I'm just saying, I didn't think they were going to be part of the top seven we're dealing with the top seven here so this isn't the time to be like oh well you know he 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 didn't get to be on stage because of covid so we'll just vote him in that's not or 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 they did an okay job so they should get a chance that's not the time for this we're at top seven i want to see top seven material. And Alyssa had top seven material. And I'm sorry to the other three, but you did not. You did not. And then they open up the envelope and Arthur wins. What the hell is going on? Now, I'm being honest here. I feel like I'm being bamboozled. And if you don't know what bamboozled is, uh, it's just being taken by surprise. Completely, I don't know if it's blasphemy. Maybe that might be one of those other old words. But it was bullshit, man. My votes were where they were. But I couldn't truthfully believe that more people out there gave Arthur a better vote than Alyssa or cassandra or Deshaun. i just can't believe that i cannot i was so angry and of course everybody's like oh my god i can't believe arthur won does anybody else feel the way i do do you feel robbed do you feel like your votes don't matter is this all fake I feel like my votes did not matter last night. I felt like this is PC bullshit. And I am very upset about it. I will tell you this much. And it's nothing against that gentleman. And it's everything against American Idol. That guy's not going to make it. No. He was a fill-in. He did okay should have been cut last night should have been cut last night and i do not believe that more people actually believe that this guy deserves to be american idol now if you got something to say about it send it to the official email t-a-l-k-i-n with at gmail.com because i want to hear what you have to say i missed last year so am i missing something i'm not going to go back and look I'm only thinking about this competition. But I will tell you right now, I don't think Arthur deserved to be part of it. He did great as a time filler. The whole segment was a time filler. He filled the time. He won the slot. Okay, still don't believe he won that slot either. But now you're going to tell me he's top seven? I don't fucking believe you. I do not believe you. I am crying Wolf, I am saying fake news. I'm am saying American Idol, you have lied to me. You are a liar. And if I'm the if 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 for some reason he did win, maybe you did vote higher for him than Alyssa. Maybe you liked the track that he played. I'm not saying that that's incorrect. I'm just saying from my perspective, I feel like I got robbed. And I felt like it was a bogus election. And that is my current events for the week. I only found a couple. I just wanted to go on some rants. Like I said, I'm really trying to get ready for surgery, get everything cleaned up. I got to get everything ready For work, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So, really just wanted to go on a rant. Um, American Idol really pissed me off last night. Um, I think this Joe Rogan thing is bullshit. It needs to stop. Stop canceling people, people. We need all the people that we have doing what they're doing. No one should get canceled because of something that they did or something that they said. This is stupid. And when... People's livelihoods are on the line because you disagree with something that they said. That's not fair. That's not fair at all. And he didn't say anything wrong. You know what I mean? And I know American Idol pissed me off, but they didn't do anything wrong either, I'm sure. I'm sure all of you voted for Arthur. But if you didn't, let me know. Send it over to the email, okay? I want to hear how many people didn't vote for Arthur last night. Um, but that's it. That's the podcast. Thank you mu- very much, everybody. And as always, I want to thank everybody for watching, subscribing, uh, setting those alarms, rating, reviewing, sharing, doing all of the things that I keep asking you to do that help the podcast grow. I appreciate it very much. And I can't thank you enough. All right. And remember... Talking with Topher at gmail.com. That is T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. You got a story. You want to talk about American Idol. Whatever you want to talk about, you got to send it over to that email. T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. And as always, don't forget, follow me on all social media instagram twitter snapchat tiktok and facebook again that's instagram twitter snapchat tiktok and facebook go there follow content all week thank you very much i hope everybody has an enjoyable thursday enjoy your weekend and i'll talk to you later